welcome to Making Movies is Hard, the podcast about the struggles of being an independent filmmaker. I'm Mark Bissell. And I'm Andrew Schrader. This week, we are back with yet another alternate update. This time, it's the third alternate update. What do you think of that, Andrew? Woohoo! We're getting through it. <laughs> getting through it. It's probably going to be a fourth, I think, because I don't think there's any way that we could get through of all the, the, the logs in one episode because it's very many. But then it does get less as we go on, which is kind of nice because I guess I'm more and more busy, maybe. <laughs> how many how many days left are there? Because we went through five, five we, days. We went through five days, so that means there's 12 more days left of this. Oh, wow. Yeah, but then some of them are like, you know, 10 minutes uh, or you know, a recording, but then some are like two minutes or one's even under two minutes. <laughs> so, yeah, I think I some days I didn't have a lot to say. It's like you're like you busy doing something. Yeah, like I had some work to do or something. Um, but before we got into that, I wanted to just check in with you. I mean, today is January 6th. How are you feeling, man? How's your New Year so far? All my writing goals are done. Oh, yeah. I'm done for the year. Yeah. You wrote four yeah. pilots and a feature in uh, six days. And that's it. I'm I'm through. <laughs> no, I actually, I just got back from a meeting with my, um, I have a screenwriting career coach. So we had our first meeting of the year and going over goals for the year and for the first quarter, you know, what that looks like. So I spent a lot of today sort of planning out my the next three months, and um, yeah, just I'm exhausted. I mean, not just from that, from every. It's just it's been I've been so tired lately. But um, I don't know. Things have been good. I'm working on this new script and getting it in line for all the screenwriting competitions that are starting in March, oh. April, May, nice. and throughout the rest of the year. And so, what did your screenwriting career coach say to you today? Like, what do they have to say? Well, a lot of it is about setting goals and deadlines and then, you know, making sure like her big thing is submitting to um, she's really big on labs and fellowships and competitions. Screenwriting uh, competitions. So, like my question about that is like, what do they people expect to get out of screenwriting competitions? Like, is that actually going to help your career at all or move you forward or like what's the is it like a pie in the sky thing like what what's what's the deal with these things well there's certain level of competition that does something for writers i mean if you win or place at say the austin film festival screenwriting competition that's a pretty big one or nichols is the biggest but then there's um page and final draft big break the tracking board competitions these are kind of like a list or a level screenwriting competitions um and then you know there's things like the blacklist which is i think debatable some people say it really doesn't matter even if you score really high on the blacklist um it's not a competition but right um you know so there's a lot of avenues like that um there's also the fellowships the universal fellowship the nbc stuff the warner brothers fellowships and some of those are you know you get paid to write for a year um, scripts on the lot, like I think NBC is one year. I think it's is it sixty thousand or seventy five thousand a year? I forget. Um, so there's just oh, a wow. lot of there's a lot of opportunities like that, and that's what they tend to to go for. A lot of people in the, in the group. I mean, I know some people though who have who have won or placed really high in certain competitions, and nothing comes of it. And I think it's just another piece of the the puzzle. You know, if you can. If you can do it, great. Like if you, if you do well in it, I think that's good. Um, it's just another piece of ammo. And for some people, it really does. Right. It, they get signed. You get managers. Uh, I know Screencraft, the Screencraft Awards, which isn't an A level 
necessarily screenwriting set of competitions, but a lot of people do get signed from that, and they tout that a lot. So I think it's just another another piece of it. I wouldn't put my whole right. I wouldn't put my whole strategy on it, but I think it's definitely helpful if you can right. place or win. So, but I mean, does this person do they have any connections that they can help you utilize, or are they really just there to give you advice and then you utilize your their advice with your own connections? I don't really get the sense that she does that. I think because she doesn't want to play favorites with her clients. She has a lot of clients, and I don't. I mean, she's never brought that up, and she doesn't really read work unless you want her to. So she knows nothing about. She'll brainstorm. You know, if you want to take stuff to her and brainstorm with her, work through ideas, that's great. But she doesn't just read your scripts. You know, she has a lot of stuff to to do. So um, uh, is that like an extra fee for her to read your scripts and give feedback, or is that like just not something that she really does? She will. She has different rates for packages so you can you know if you want to buy five or ten sessions with her that's one rate and then i think the screenwriter like if she wants to read or if you want her to read a script then that counts as one session or maybe two with feedback i'm not entirely sure how it works um but then she has other packages where if you just want to she'll she'll do stuff with writers where she has a yearly fee so if you just want a year and she'll do whatever i think she has got a package like that so and she's got a lot of staffed writers a lot of people in different you know areas of focus and different points in their career so right she kind of sees it all but she's very good and very knowledgeable with the labs and the fellowships and especially on the tv side like she's really really knowledgeable about what's going on with the diversity programs and it's funny because she'll be like you're a white guy don't don't submit here and here and here oh yeah it's just not gonna happen so how long have you had uh her as your uh you know consultant or whatever coach um i think we've been working together about six or seven months and And have you seen like any like changes or gains through this this you know consulting well something that is really helpful is somebody to be accountable to and to also she does she will you know hook you up with other writers or other you know hey come to this come to this event you know like i'll get you into this event come here and meet these people like go talk to people here um but beyond that it's really good for her to to say if you're gonna come up with an idea and you're like i think this would be a good script she'll sit with you and be like like why like she'll she'll work through stuff with you and she can tell you if if your goals are matching like if you have a goal for a specific idea or script she can tell you okay don't do this do that you know she she's not as passive as i'm making it seem you just she does rely on you to tell you her what what you need right and, Right, but she's not going to tell you if she thinks that your idea for the script's bad. She's just going to tell you like, oh, well, for the goal that you have with the script that you're going to write, I don't think that this is a good idea for that goal per se. Yeah, probably, but I think she would also – I haven't really taken an idea from like point A to B with with her. So, But my guess is that she would be able to say, you know – here's some flaws that I see and you really should work these out before you sit down to write. Because one thing that she's really good with and one of the reasons that I like working with her is that, you know, for someone like me, and this is pretty common, it's actually not hard to write a script very quickly. I can write a script, just sit down and do it in a couple weeks. But it's a very different thing to sit down 
and, and vet your idea beforehand and let ideas marinate and, and then make sure that everything's worked out as best as you can before you sit down to write. Cause the worst thing is writing an entire draft and then being like, Oh, I completely didn't nail my premise and I have to go back and I have to do it all over again. And so she, you know, we set deadlines, but she's very good about like, I kind of lost my train of thought. <laughs> no, I, I, that's, that's, I mean, it's pretty crazy. Cause I feel like at, at one stage of writing the alternate, that was a big part of what I was working on was uh, delivering on the premise because the premise, AKA the pitch, I guess, you know, would, would always get great feedback from everybody. Like everybody loves the pitch for this movie, you know, and it's been that way for whatever, five years. But then, when I would send the draft to people, then that would be a completely different story, you know? And so what I've been striving to do this whole time was just like, you know, satisfy the premise with the script, like make sure that everything that the script was doing was delivering on the premise. That's what I used to say, delivering on the premise. And so it's interesting that you hear that you, that you say that. Cause yeah, that's definitely something that I like to, I was focusing on a lot with this movie too, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's super common to get a great idea. And then before you really know it, you're you're not really satisfying the main question. And, and that's something that's so common in a first draft. Um, there's a great company called On The Page that works a lot with screenwriters here in LA. And they have a lot, she, there's a podcast on the page if you look it up. And uh, Pilar, who, who runs it, um, this is something that she talks about a lot too, and I found her stuff really helpful. And she's also hooked up with with my writing coach Lee. Um, her name's Lee Jessup, by the way. I don't think she'd mind me sharing her name, um, but she works a lot with On the Page, and nice. I think some of the folks at Script Anatomy. And um, so there's a lot of joint, like, fun stuff throughout all these people. It's a really small community out here, which is nice. Yeah, yeah, totally. So you, briefly, you mentioned that you had some, um, you know, or you you didn't mention that you had some, but you mentioned the idea of New Year's resolutions or yearly goals as a writer. Like, do you have any, like, New Year's resolution stuff or goals for this year that you're trying to accomplish? Yeah, and it's always stuff that you have control over. It's not, like, I want to win a competition. It's not... I want to get into a writer's room or something. It's not, it's something, you know, you want to set goals that you have that you can directly affect the outcome of. So maybe it's like, well, I want to submit to five competitions, but it's not, I want to win. Cause you don't have really control over that. But my goals for this year are, you know, I've spent the last six months on this script and only on this script. So that means like, I haven't been as, I haven't had as much output as I had in years past, but I'm doing better work it's just more like tedious. So my first goal is to really lock down this script and start submitting and getting it out there. And then I'd like to write one more this year or at least over the next year. And then I've got a book that I'm rewriting. So I wrote a novel last year and I'm rewriting it now to release uh, later this year. And then I know I'm going to do a music video or a short music themed video in the summer with a band. Um, and beyond that, like that's kind of the only big goals I have. I've been so focused just on writing. I don't huh. really want to do anything else. I mean, I really want to shoot something, but, um, I kind of gave myself one year to just focus only on screenwriting. So that's what I'm going to, 
that's going to take me through the first half of the year. Nice, man. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, do you feel like your goals from last year were met? Like the like things that you set for yourself in 2019 that you actually achieved those goals in 2019? Yeah, fortunately, yeah. Actually, we just went over that today. And, you know, all the goals I had were about actually doing, doing, just doing the work. I didn't have goals around, you know, stuff I didn't control. I had some nice, like, wins. You know, I got, I've uh, been freelancing at Cartoon Network, which is huge, which is really cool. Congratulations. Thanks, and getting into the writer's room there, but that wasn't a goal. It was just something cool. So if anything, I got more than I thought I would last year. Um, But I went into the year knowing that I was going to focus just on writing, like, one really good script. So I I feel like I've really pushed that forward. So I'm I'm happy. Didn't you you have, like, some goal, and maybe this wasn't a goal, but it's something that I think we talked about at some point where you were going to write, like, three pilots in a feature or something? Uh, Do you ever end up doing that? Well, yeah, I mean, that was over time that, yeah, one goal, and I'm still doing that. So, yeah, it was, I don't remember exactly what I had at the time, but I wanted to build out a body of work. So, you know, now it's looking like I've got one feature and a 60-minute pilot, and then I'm going to write another feature, and then, you know, we'll take it from there. But, yeah, I was talking about, like, building out a body of work. So I'm still in that. So you got the you got the you got the pilot, you got the feature, and then you've got another feature you're gonna start um, this year. Yeah, and this is all solo stuff that you know I'm not right. not I'm just doing alone. And we've got other stuff that I've done with Jordan. Yeah, because you've partner. written like what, like probably ten scripts with Jordan or something like that. Uh, not that many, but but there's some some solid stuff you know we probably we've got a few scripts that are solid that we we show around as samples um yeah but you like, wanted something uh, and your own right like as a, your solo writer just so you could like pursue your own career since jordan's doing his own thing a little bit yeah i mean we both write separately and together we both really love working together and we always talk about doing something but uh just, just keep on going but you know he's at he's on a show so um you know, I definitely want to really write a lot of my own stuff as well and really have like a solo voice as well as a partner voice. So, you know, fortunately I got the books and the scripts and it's, it's going well. It's, it's pretty fun. Um, nice man. Awesome. Um, you didn't ask me, but, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, have, no. do I have new year's resolutions or new year's goals? Yeah. I want to hear them. No, I don't know. I mean, my goal last year was to make the alternate or, you know, to raise them. I can't remember what exactly how I phrased it, but it was something like, you know, uh, either shoot the alternate or have a plan to shoot the alternate by the end of the year. And so we achieved that. I think that would have the same goal for like two years or three years. Um, but we, I did it this year. So that's amazing. Um, and so this next year it's like, okay, what's the goal? It's, it's really just to, um, you know, make sure to do the alternate, right. You know, and, um, like do, do justice to the, all the hard work that the team has put into it, you know, and just make the best movie that I can humanly possibly make, um, with, with what we've got, you know, um, and then try to get into. I think we're going to submit to film festivals by the end of the year. So I think the goal is like the um, the fall slash winter film festivals. I think those are what we're going to attack. So we we need to be ready by like the end of summer or middle of summer to start submitting to to places. So 
that's wow. the path, man. Trying to get this thing done in the next uh, seven months, I guess. Basically. Wow. So do you have, a, have you broken mm-hmm. out? Like, are you saying, oh, okay, I have this timeline. I want the first cut done by this date. Yeah. I mean, I, I wanted um, to originally have um, the, the rough cut done before this weekend, which is obviously not going to happen. Um but uh, I think now it's more like, okay, I, I'm, I'm actually, so I don't think I've talked about this much on the podcast, but I'm going to produce another movie in February for a friend of mine. Um, it's called Red Snow. Um, it's a vampire Christmas movie. Oh, um, yeah. Gavin is working on that, right? Yeah, Gavin Murray's on it. Yeah, he's our DP. Um, and I'm on as the producer slash AD. It's going to be like super duper low budget like super scrappy like 10 10 person crew around there and uh shooting in 12 days in the snow like 77 page script we're just gonna get it done knock it out um so the goal with the alternate is to have the rough cut and all the um visual effects sequences like well so they have the rough cut done and like have it not be be more than an assembly so it's like an actual rough cut and then also have all the visual effects sequence is finalized and decided on so we could send all those elements to the visual effects team so while i'm working on uh red snow that they'll they'll already start be starting the visual effects process you know um so like basically to have like a pretty good rough cut like you know, by February 20th is the, is the plan along with having the visual effects sequences, um, you know, finalized and sent off to, to our guy for, for, um, you know, for finalization for, to Zeke, our visual effects guy. Um, so that's the goal right now. That's the first goal for post basically. Wow. So that's six weeks away. How do you feel about that? I feel pretty good about it. I just, um, you know, one of my other goals is to start to make money again. Cause I haven't really made any <laughs> money, uh, since October or September. Um, and I feel like trying to make money could get in the way of the goal of getting this movie done <laughs> in time. Um, so I'm, I'm actually just debating like whether or not, like how, how much I would look for work, you know, um, I definitely have to because I can't just freeload forever off my wife. I do have to start earning my keep a little bit more. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's it's just like if I worked every day on it, like I don't, I don't think that that's a problem. Like I think I definitely will have like an assembly edit done by the end of January. Um, but you know, yeah, the more jobs I take, the the harder it's going to be. You know. Um, but I just have to do it. So one way or another, I'll figure it out, you know. And I guess at the bare minimum, it would be having all the visual effects sequences finalized and sent off um, by the end of uh, February, you know, um, or by, by the time I go to make that ne- that other movie. So I guess that that would be like the, the, the drop dead goal is just at least have that stuff being worked on so that it's not like, you know, it's not just sitting there for whatever, 12 days while I'm off making this other movie. Wow. Wow. Yeah, yeah. man. That's, uh, that's cool. So would you try to find maybe like just work two or three days a week and see if you can make that work or are you maybe like, well, a, I, guess, I guess it doesn't, whatever jobs <laughs> you can get, right? Right. As a freelancer, it's, it's more yeah. like whatever comes my way. Like I have one shoot that I've got a rumor about in the end of this month and another shoot in February. Um, but I need to get a little bit more than that. So I should start reaching out to some people and seeing if I can, you know, get some work going um but yeah we'll see 
it's 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 definitely something I didn't want to do right now because I'm, I'm doing uh, pickup shoots this weekend for the movie. We're doing we're doing two more days on um, Saturday and Sunday, so I didn't want to like worry about that until after those two last two days are done. Because yeah, I need to I need to stay focused. These are important scenes that we have to shoot, so I don't want to get like too sidetracked. You know. Well, remember to remember to record those logs. Oh yeah, should I should I do logs for the pickup days? I guess. Why not? You've, Why you've come not? this far. Should I should I suppose. Um. All right. Cool. Yeah. And I don't know. And I want to direct more stuff, but I mean, it's hard. It's kind of silly to say. Oh, I want to direct my next movie when I'm still directing my first movie so i kind of want to just get this one you know taken care of and then focus on the next thing after that you know sure but if someone did hire me to direct something i probably wouldn't turn it down that is true um just throwing that out there <laughs> all right listeners yeah. uh get Ulrich work yeah. yeah pay me to do stuff um okay guys well here let's let's do this right let's get we, this is too much jibber jabber we should get into the into the meat and potatoes of this thing um so we left off on day uh five the end of day five so here's start of day six hey everybody this is all work for sale it's bright and early five, well not five anymore six a.m on monday morning i am on my way to set i am not early um maybe for the first time um in the five days i'm not gonna get there uh at breakfast call um gonna probably arrive five minutes before my call time which you know, I wouldn't call late, but, uh, you know, definitely not early, you know. Um, I think I like being early. I like getting there a little early so I just can, like, you know, get myself situated, make sure I, I got some breakfast in me and, you know, all that stuff. But uh, this morning I kind of bought, bit off a little more than I could chew. I was uh, trying to get these uh, visual effects shots out to um, my visual effects artist, uh, uh, Zeke, um, who was kind enough to come be with us on set this week, last week, which was really awesome. Um, but yeah, but I wanted to get these off to him because, you know, I want to I see if he has time to start working on them, and I, I don't know why. I, I mean, probably I did it right. Like, I, I put them off as, like, uh, Apple Pro 444 files. 444, no, 4444 files, and, uh, yeah, you know, it's probably gonna be a little bit bigger than what he actually needs, it's, like you know, whatever it is, 7K raw, 8K raw, whatever, um, but, uh, I figured I'd give him more, and then, uh, if he tells me, hey, you don't need to fucking export all this shit so high, then I'll, uh, then I won't, you know, um, but, uh, but yeah, I just wanna make sure he gets all he needs. Um, you know, I'm really excited because this, this shot that I'm trying to get him to start on, it's part of a scene that I really love. It's a scene that I talked about last week, scene 34, which you guys don't even get to know what it's about unless you find the script somewhere, which I think I took it off all the internet, so I don't think you can actually find it at the moment, which is good, I think. But, um, anyways, uh, yeah, that, uh, <laughs> that scene... Is our group? Of, I just like the scene a lot, and it's got this effect shot in it. And I'm just like, you know, would love to see a rough cut of that, um, you know, that effect, and just to, also just to show people, like, you know, despite having raised money to start production, we still are raising more money. I mean, we have a pretty good lead on some uh, for post production, but you know, I wouldn't say that our production budget ballooned or anything, but uh, it definitely got bigger when we 
started and uh, you know we have two pickup days whereas before we had zero um, well actually I guess a week before the production I think we had one I think we knew that we were gonna move this one a scene to a later date you know and then as we got behind uh, in week one we just started moving other stuff to those days and so then it was suddenly like oh okay well this is perfect like we'll free up somewhere we will schedule and now we've got these two days you know but um basically like that's caused budget things because in addition to that i don't even think i forget mentioned this but like on the scout day uh we decided to add a 16th day to the production so we went from 15 days to 16 days and it's like okay well you know I think we pretty much knew like where that we had enough to cover that 16th day. I think it was like maybe a little tight, but we're like, yeah, we, we got it figured out. And then <clears throat> when we added <laughs> our two pickup days, that was when it was more like, oh, Jesus Lord, like, you know, we're not necessarily prepared for this. So I don't know. We're going to have to figure it out. But um, yeah, I have faith that our team will work out. But the whole point of this, me saying this, is that if, uh, if I can show, like, a little more than just, like, a rough scene without color correction, if I can show, like, here's the scene with a visual effect, like, a rough visual effect in it, or even, like, a pretty polished visual effect in it, whatever, um, I think that'll really help, uh, when some of these potential investors over and be like, oh, yeah, like, this movie's fucking serious, man. Um, anyways, that's what I was doing, and that's why I'm gonna be uh, at seven minutes early to my call time. My call time is 6.30. I'm going to be there at 6.23. And, like, we really, like, want to get the ground running at, at 6.30. This is, like, our whole game plan now. And, like, we did it the last three days, I think. Oh, I'm going to run this red light. Fuck. Well, not a red light, yellow light. That was okay. It didn't turn red until I was already through it. Um, <laughs> don't do this. Don't, don't try this at home, kids. Don't run yellow lights slash red lights. It's no, no bueno. Um, oh, here's another one. I actually, I'm going to stop this one. This is too much of a red light. See, I'm good. Right, guys? Um, so, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. Going to be there now eight minutes before my call time. At, oh, nope. Back to seven again uh, at 630. And, uh, yeah, hopefully put some food in my mouth. Oh, that's what I was trying to say. God damn it. Who cares about me eating? What we care about was the whole plan. So last day, last three days, we did a really good job of like at our call time, like right at the call time, like have our safety meeting, like no diddly daddling bullshit. Just like all the crews together, safety meeting at call, you know, whatever that time is. And then we just get right into a blocking rehearsal, like no bullshit, like fucking call, blocking rehearsal, call, uh, safety meeting, rocking rehearsal, just like boom, 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 real quick, and that way it makes us able to do our jobs really well, because if we can block the damn fucking scene, like, right off the bat, then, um, you know, it'll really, like, it makes all our jobs easy for lighting, and I mean, this scene that we're about to do now, um, I mean, I'm pretty sure it's just sitting the whole time, there, there may be, like, one opportunity to get up, you know, um, for one character, but it's pretty much a sitting scene, 
and it's more going to be more about us picking where we're going to put them than it is about the vlogging. I mean, I still want to see them run the scene, and that's going to obviously like dictate how we put cameras. Because like, if one person decides to play the scene away from another person or whatever, um, you know, that's going to change the way that we set up our angles. But you know, still, anyways, the point is, <laughs> gotta get there on time, a little early to get, grab a snack or whatever breakfast. And then, yeah, and then jump right into that goddamn fucking safety meeting, right after that, straight into the vlog rehearsal, which is just me, the actors, Jason, my cinematographer, and then Hilton, I think. So it's just us, like whatever it is, if it's two or three actors, it's just us five. Um, and then we invite all the keys to set, they call it, like all the department heads, and then we'll do it again, but much faster, so then it will be like, we, I've already worked out the kinks of like, the, even the actor's direction of like, what I'm, I'm going to do, or adjustments, or whatever, and then, um, you know, like, we do uh, the blocking, and then the, the first time we did it first, you know, Hilton um, was like, don't talk about shots in the rehearsal, or the blocking, or the, the blocking rehearsal, rehearsal, or the blocking rehearsal. Either one, like the one that's by myself with the actors or the one with the keys, but now he was saying after a couple days, they're like, he's like, the keys really want to know the shots while we're doing the rehearsal. So now the way we do it is we block with the actors. Jason and I start already kind of looking at like where we're going to put camera. And then before we invite them, we kind of like sort of outline our shots. So then by the end of the blocking rehearsal with the keys, have all our shots and uh, laid out with and the and the blocking with the actors and then at that time I get to go away and you know if I need to talk to the actors I can talk to the actors um, if I need to work on a shot list or work on a shot list or whatever it is you know and then they they light the damn thing um, and then they you know actors get in the hair and makeup and wardrobe and all that stuff and then uh, you know when uh, when they're getting they're ready for lighting and camera then uh, we go ahead and, uh, you know, shoot the scene. So that's kind of the process every day, and that's, like, every day for every scene. So we'll usually do that, like, I don't know, five, six times a day, the way that, that we're shooting this movie. We shoot, like, you know, maybe even more than, than six scenes sometimes. Um, it's, it's a lot. So this is, like, our, our, our pretty much our process. And then, like, right after we're done shooting a scene, if the scene involves the same actors, which... It almost certainly does, and especially in this case, like, <laughs> like on Friday, we, we only shot with Ed, our lead, and so it was just like, one scene with him, after another scene with him, after another scene with him, after another scene, so we just would do that, like, we finish the scene, and then before we let him go to get changed, we'd block the next scene, and then sometimes, if the scenes were close enough, and uh, time in the, in the movie and lighting was similar, we'd sometimes block two scenes back-to-back, -back, and then we would just block, they call block shooting, block shooting scene, so we block shooting shot, I think, two scenes, three scenes, uh, something like that, on, uh, on Friday, and we did that again, we did that one other time, we blocked, we, we, we shot, uh, block shot, uh, a series of three scenes together, because they were all kind of part of the same moment, you know, um, so yeah, I mean, this is all very familiar to me, like, I, I've done this before, like, I wouldn't say that on my short films we ever got this honed in it, you know, because the last couple of shorts I had, I don't think I had a fucking assistant director, you know, the teaser trailer 
alternate we did, but, but it was like, you know, such a different deal. Um, we didn't even really find the groove, you know. Now I feel like we've got this kind of nice groove going, and as long as people get there on time, like they're supposed to, including me, yours truly, uh, the system works. So, yeah, I don't know, it's fun. I'm enjoying it. But, uh, other things to say about today, well, I had a long conversation with Jason last night about, um, you know, Jason, my cinematographer, if you guys don't know already. But, yeah, talked to Jason a bunch about, um, you know, what we're accomplishing today and, like, how we need to move through it and talked a little bit about, you know, um, how best to set expectations, you know, for the crew and, like, what we need to accomplish and that having, um, more of a, a solid idea of like how much we need to do in one day is really helpful and then you know of course that's what Hilton's been saying this whole time and he's basically said that like you know in order for him to give us that time we need to have like you know shot lists in advance and you know that's really not how Jason and I wanted to work with we, we worked on the whole movie together we shot listed a bunch of them together but not every scene and uh you know, it's sort of like as we see blocking, the shots change. So I don't know. It's not something that Jason really feels is that important to like shot list every freaking scene before we go into it. And I know that's like the exact opposite of how Jason uh, Hilton feels. Hilton's like, we gotta fucking shot list everything way in advance so we know like what we're doing and what's possible or not. And I see both sides of it. Um, and so basically, what I've decided to do is like try to do as much shot listing as I can on my own. Um, based off of Jason and I's conversations and I wouldn't say, it's not fair to say on my own I would say just based off our conversations and what we've done so far and like prepare these shot lists and then just get them to Hilton in advance as much as I can so I already turned in, you know, today's obviously and Tuesday's um, but, uh, but yeah hopefully I'll get to um, finish up the rest of them um, this week so I have Wednesday started but I was just too tired last night to stay up late to finish it. And then, um, you know, I'll have, uh, hopefully have time to do the, the rest of them, like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Shooting six days this week, guys. Six day week. Holy moly. Um, hopefully I'll have time to do all those uh, before. Um, I don't know if it's at the end of the day. Well, maybe. We'll see. But, you know, if we don't go into OT, which we can't. <laughs> can't do that. Um, but if we don't, we wrap at like seven. So that gives me like the whole evening to fucking go home and, uh, just work on shot lists. So that's my plan. That's my game plan for tonight. Um, and like stay away from the edit. I just, I really want to edit all the time. I mean, who wouldn't, you know, it's my movie, like being assembled before my eyes. Um, and it's actually really important to like know like how you shot a scene before so you can like prepare to do the next scene the right way that they match and they feel right, you know, um, but, you know, <laughs> I mean, it's like that versus getting Hilton what he needs to do his job, I'd rather focus on that and try to get the shot list together, and I think this is just a lesson for, like, the next time I do a movie, um, no matter who my cinematographer is, Jason or, or someone else, that no matter what anyone says, uh, I will make a shot list and, um, have it completely put together beforehand um, because yeah it's just like it's such an important guide for the AD even though if it's going to change but just to have a an idea of like what you think you're going to need I think is really helpful you know um, 
lesson learned. I am pulling up right now. I got two minutes on my fucking timer before I get there. Seven minutes before my call. Um, but yeah, thanks again for all the support out there. And I'm really excited to, uh, yes, tell you how wonderful the day went in about 12 hours from now. All right. Later, guys. There it is. That is the start of day six that went on forever. <laughs> oh, no. What do you think, man? Well, I don't know where this is going now. I don't know if this is, uh, if you're going to go into overtime or not. I can't remember, to but, be honest. But I, I like that, um, you know, you guys figured out um, how to shoot in terms of blocking, rehearsal. Okay, hair and makeup and lighting. Bring them back. Rehearsal. Touch-ups. Go. You know, or that, something similar yeah. to that. I mean, I'm paraphrasing, but no, we got really good at it. I mean, I think we were doing that probably as as like soon as day four or three, probably. Um, I mean, I think we we're doing it from the beginning, but we just got really like um, good at it. You know, by that time, where it was just like, here's the deal. You know, like and 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 even, but it, it was one of those things that like it never got. Like, it was always, like, some scenes were faster than others, but, you know, sometimes the actors and I really just need to work things out. Like, once we were in the space, um, it became different, you know? And we would make changes, and especially some of the more technical things. Like, we were, you know, we had lots of it figured out, but um, some of it changed in the moment, you know? But I really, I'm really glad that we had that space to do that, because I think we found some really great stuff in there. You know, yeah, it's so important, and it's something that when I was doing short films before features, I never did. You know, I just didn't think about it, didn't know about it. And then, actually, in our first movie, too, for our first feature, because it was such a skeleton crew of like three of us, um, and I was busy lighting everything while trying to direct actors, and you know, we, we couldn't do it either. Oh, but wow. Age of Reason, it was so necessary just because of the size and the scope of, of a project that big. And like you said, for the, the AD, um, in terms of like just shot listing that that's important and then after the shot list going through all the prep work to actually shoot the thing is god it's it's uh so necessary yeah totally and so were you you did you shoot fever night without a dp or did you guys have a dp for that too? uh jordan dp'd it and i lit oh, it wow. with him and you lit it wow yeah, and our friend steve too yeah. was there so we had a crew of three but it was all flashlights in the woods. It was all like hanging LED wow. uh, lanterns. Yeah, crazy. All right, what? Do you, any any thoughts on that before we get into the next one? No, I want to hear how the day went. Okay, here we go. It's the shorter one. Hey everybody, all our Purcell here. We're uh, driving away on the end of day six in beautiful Atherton, California. Um, yeah. How did today go? How did today go? That is the question. You guys want the answers. You need to know. Did I fuck up? Did I do a good job? Um, well, I guess what's the answer to that question? I guess the answer is I did a good job. I did fuck up, though. We went to OT yet again. Which, I mean, by the way, comes out of my pocket every time we do it. Um, I believe there's probably only maybe one, two, three, four, five, maybe six of a crew that's uh, went into OT, maybe. I'm not 100% sure on that number, but I think that's probably roughly good. Um, you know, we had a second meal again, which I think every time we get a second meal, um, you know, no matter what, I think we're kind of doing second meals no matter what now. It's just sort of the deal because... Why not? 
cooking our own, own food. It seems like it's something that we're able to provide, so, you know, why not? Um, I think the crew really appreciates that, so I think it's kind of helped us a bit. Uh, but yeah, anyways, I don't know why I get so stressed every time I go to OT, but it just really stresses me out. Um, and I kind of feel like it was completely avoidable today. I let us do six takes of something that was not worth six takes. Uh, it was a walking and talking on the phone shot, which, in a house, which is like, it's a really important shot, and there's like really important beats to get for that shot, and like, you know, we had to do, uh, inserts for that, you know, but the, the thing was, like, after the first three takes, like, I was feeling good about it, but then, you know, Jason's a perfectionist, and it's not even just that, it's like, in the third take, he found something that was really interesting, and he's like, we should do another to explore it. And then I think we did three more. You know, so, so one more, and then, you know, and then we did two more after that, so it was three extras. And it's just like, <laughs> like, fuck, man, like, you know, that's great and all, and it was, it is good, and like, will I use it? I, I don't know. Like, I might end up using one of those three new takes that have like this really cool reflection that he got in it I might not I might use one of the first takes because I might like the performance better or I might just prefer like like some of the little bits that happen in that version versus the other versions you know like it's hard to really say so you know like when he turns to me he's like no no you did not get it don't trust me like, you didn't get it the first three times you're you're gonna really be glad that you got it those, those other times or whatever it's like yeah, sure, maybe, maybe you're right, um, but like, either way, I could have, I could stitch it together, and we got enough inserts where I could make those shots that we did get play, you know, and in the end, we're not fucking Disney, we're not Warner Brothers, or whatever, like, we can't fucking just do this, we don't have the luxury, like, this is not kind of movie we're making so it's just it just gets really frustrating it's the same thing comes back over and over again uh but yeah i mean were we were, when did we stop rolling so we were supposed to stop rolling at seven at six thirty, and that would have given us our half hour to wrap out by seven and be done i think we stopped rolling at like seven fifty or so so like 20 minutes over basically and like you know that extra 20 minutes, it's like, so what, what What was it for? So we basically used, you know, till 7.35-ish to get the one master of this extra scene that we were shooting. It's not extra scene, the scene that was on the schedule. Um, and it was great, it looked great, it was, like, way more complicated than I thought it was going to be. Like, I thought we were doing a dolly boom down, which is what we did, but we ended up doing a dolly boom down pan, you know, like with like this really complicated lighting that looks amazing that I love I'm glad that we did it that way but it's like you know it's like everything like ends up being bigger and then I don't know it's just not complaining and then you know my friend Ed you know Ing who's been on the show before he's he's producing with us and you know helping in a big way and he's he was there today and He's been there most of the days, but, you know, he told me, he's like, don't worry about, like, you're so stressed out about <laughs> not going into OT, which is totally fucking true. Uh, as you, you guys probably know, that's all I talk about <laughs> on this fucking show. Um, and, uh, 
isn't your concern. Like, you are there to get good performances out of the actors and make sure that you're telling the story that you want to tell. And he's like, are you doing that? It's like, yes, I am doing that. I'm very happy with those that aspect of it, you know? Like, I think the shit that we're getting, all the footage, all the scenes, all the everything, that it, I'm in love with it. I think it's great, you know? And so he's like, well, good. Well, then don't worry. Be happy. Like, you're doing your job, you know? And he's like, it's, it's up to your producers and your AD to, like, get the day. Let them worry about it. Like, don't let you worry about it. You're doing everything that you need to do, you know? So it's hard to separate myself because, you know, whereas it's true, yes, I am the director. Like, that is my responsibility. Like, I am also, like, a producer. Um, you know, like, I am the one responsible for funding uh, this thing. Um, you know, I mean, not alone, of course. That, that would be crazy to say but you know like I pulled all the money together and uh it's like yeah I can't I can't it's hard it's so hard for me to disconnect myself from the whole deal like I just can't help but feel responsible so yeah so that's kind of where I'm at it's just it's it's a tough interesting working shit that I'm feeling right now um and I don't really know what I should do. I don't know what the right answer is in this situation. Like, if no, no, keep on the path. You're doing well. Be happy. Like, be proud. Like, is that the right move? Or is it more like, no, no, like, fucking, like, you know, you need to, like, fucking get your shit together. Like, you're fucking up every day. Like, what? Like, what is the feeling I should be feeling right now? You know? Like, I just don't know. So, that's where I'm at. I'm figuring it out. Um, again, I have I didn't get to take the footage today because we went over and we needed to like leave the drives uh, offloading some data back at the main location. So I'll probably get the drives tomorrow. Um, but yeah, it's just so yeah, I don't know. It's one of those things, guys. Um, so yeah, uh, yeah, it was a fun day. I was really, really, really happy with how we got in and out of that bar. Like, we moved really quick in that space. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think it was good. But we just got a little comfortable. We moved fast through the big, tough scenes. We got the big, tough scenes done when they needed to be done. But then when it came to getting to the last little bit, we got hung up on a small thing again. And Jason will disagree with me if he ever listens to this. He doesn't think it was a small thing. He thinks it was really important. And he thinks that it wasn't a hang-up, that it was necessary. Um, but I just see that we we could have gotten out. A couple shots less, we might have made it. You know? A couple takes less, could have been there. You know? Like, yeah, it only takes 30 seconds to admit it to run a take. But it's more than that. So, anyways, I'm not upset. I'm happy. I feel good. I just need to just do better tomorrow. Keep it up. Um, not get fucked, you know? It's one thing to go over a half hour with few people, but it's another thing if we went over an hour with fucking shit ton of people. So, yeah, anyways. All right, I'm out of here. Thanks again. Talk to you guys manana. All right. So I actually, just right off the bat, I have a, I have a few questions for you, uh, specifically about overtime. Like, are you, did you guys do a SAG ultra low budget on this? Like when you go over, how much does it cost you? Is it day and a half? Like what are the rules here? Well, 
we're a non-SAG movie. We're completely non-union. So it doesn't, it's more like a respect thing, a money thing. And then if we go over a half hour, it just means that, you know, sometimes we have to push our call a half hour. Okay. So you're giving people a 12 hour turnaround? Yeah. 12 hour turnaround. Yeah. Okay. So it's not, is it costing when you're like, oh, it's, it's coming out of my pocket. You said before, like, is it, what are you paying people when you go over 12 hour days? Yeah. Just the, you know, um, they're just whatever, double time based on an hourly rate for uh, the half hour or the hour that they went over. Okay, so it's double rate? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. Which, I mean, you know, everyone's, it's not like, you know, everyone's on the same flat fee. Um, You know, I'm I'm not going to say what it is on here, but it's all one rate that everyone's getting. It's like pretty much the lowest I thought was fair to, to for people to work in the Bay Area. So yeah, anyways. Okay, got it. So with some time that's passed, you know, you're pretty hard on yourself in all these in all these recordings. And like, I get it. I get feeling responsible. Do you feel any different now that you've had a little time away? Are you still like, when you hear this, do you cringe? Uh, Is it like one of those things where you're like, ah, I hate that we did that. Is it still hurt? Uh, yeah, it's all a learning lesson. I still believe the things I said in in that clip you know i wonder if there'll be sometimes sometimes where i'll be like oh i was overreacting or whatever but i mean you know we still need to make our day and we still need to not go into ot and i I think in the end the amount of ot that we went into wasn't as bad as i make it sound in these recordings you know because it is not all the crew and it wasn't like that and when if we take it over to you it's usually like a half hour so it wasn't really that bad in the end but uh i just i took it more like like a personal thing you know like as a director like i should be able to have a crew that makes our day and where we don't cut scenes and where we don't push scenes the next day and where we wrap within our 12 hour day i just think that's something that i would like to you know have be part of my normal way of doing shoots you know or making movies right i don't like this idea of being a director or a filmmaker who's constantly going over and constantly running into ot and constantly uh having to add days to the schedule i just think that's not professional I guess. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. I don't know. Maybe I'm being crazy. Maybe I shouldn't worry about it. That's kind of what Ed was telling me was like, Ed was like, don't worry about it. Like, that's not your job. Your job is to get great performances and to make sure that the story is coming together and that everything's making sense story-wise and that um, all the creative is in in line. Like, you shouldn't give a damn about overtime. That's not your department. (laughs) (laughs) Which I get that, but I mean, I guess it's hard for me not to take it seriously. And if you're paying people, it's coming out of your pocket. All that stuff adds up. I mean, even if you're not paying people top dollar, still going over and paying double, double time, that, right. that's, I mean, it's a low budget film. It's not, not made of money. Right, right, right. Um, True. And I don't think, I don't think there's any, um, but I see Ed's point and I would like largely agree with him. I agree with both. The thing is, is like, there's no right or wrong way to feel about it. It's just, it just is what it is <laughs> and everybody's different. So, right. you know, I don't know how you're supposed to feel about it, but I, I think both both uh, points of view, even though they're contradictory, seeming they both make sense. Right, right. Yeah, I don't know. I, I guess this kind of probably all goes down to the same thing I, I feel about it in general. So, like, I wish I would have enjoyed it more. And it's not like I didn't enjoy it. It's just that, like, some days I really let my stress get ahead of me, you know, or, or take control of me. And that final scene that we shot was really cool. And, you know, it was pretty awesome what they did with this this shot, you know. But I was just so, like, you know, wrapped up in the fact that we went over uh, that I was I didn't really enjoy it that much. Yeah. No, it's it's hard <laughs> but, to enjoy it sometimes. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I think I did a pretty good job of, of having a blast. But, um, you know, yeah, it's just uh, it's definitely an emotional experience, you know, which is crazy. But that's just how it is, basically. Yeah, it's so emotional. It's something that, like, people don't really talk about. Or, I mean, I didn't really hear about before I started making features. But it's such an emotional process. And it's completely almost out of your control. It's like these emotions just come right. up and there's nothing you can do about it. And it's and it swings so wildly. Right. I mean... <laughs> No, it's crazy. It's the craziest thing. Um, the only other question I have before we move on is you said that you had cooking on set. Were you, did you have people making meals too? Is that part of your crew? Yeah. So uh, one of our producers, Tony, decided to just cook for everybody the whole time. So we didn't. We only catered out like maybe three or four times, I think. Uh, I think most of it he made everything, um, including breakfast and dinner or breakfast and lunch and and second meal when we had it you know which was really great his cooking was awesome you know it was probably way better than most caterers you could get at that budget and then you know most food in that area at that at those times you know because we were eating dinner pretty late a lot of the time or our lunch was like eight or nine often not often well wait hold on yeah i guess sometimes we, were, we would start at one or one thirty a couple times so yeah it would get pretty late you know oh okay cool nice yeah okay so let's see yeah should we go on to the next one yeah let's go on to day seven all right day seven here we are hey everybody this is the start of day seven day fucking seven can you believe this shit that's crazy um you know not quite halfway almost halfway halfway will be tomorrow but uh yeah, feeling good. I mean, you know, I just think, like, I'm just going to enjoy this, man. Just have fun. Um, you know, it's kind of a special experience to be able to do this. And I think getting stressed out or worried about things um, doesn't help anything. Doesn't help the actors. Doesn't help me. Doesn't help Jason. Doesn't help any of the crew. It's just, you know, like, let the AD be the stressed one. And let me you know, be the artistic one, you know, um, no, not to like, you know, make shit harder on Hilton or anything, but yeah, like I'll let him worry about the time. He can just tell me what to do and I'll keep on checking in with him and, uh, you know, we'll make decisions, you know, we'll do our best and we'll make it happen and, uh, you know, it'll be good. So, uh, today is one of our longer days. It's a seven and a half pager, which we've been mostly doing four and a half pagers, but you know, it's not really fair because, like, some of these four and a half pages are, like, all just ink on page. And I know those ones are, like, you know, almost double, basically, and the amount of coverage that we have to get. Um, but today's is not so bad. Like, we don't have a lot of insert stuff today. Yesterday I had more insert stuff. Um, you know, it's mostly dialogue scenes, which I have experienced so far go faster. <laughs> as long as we're not trying to do too much coverage. Uh, Jason likes to do a thing where he's like, oh, if it's a page, if it's seen over three pages, like, you want a different shot, you know, you don't want to have the same shot. It's like, well, maybe, but I also think our actors are really good, so it's not really, like, more shots doesn't mean better, you know? You know what I'm saying? Like, we don't need that many shots to tell a story. Like, you don't need to do, like, oh, yeah, like, let's do another over here, let's do another over there, like, you know... As long as it plays throughout the scene, like, let's fucking roll with it. And, you know, the best cinematographers in the world, like, the great, late, great Gordy Willis, man, like, you know, fucking shot Raging Bull, shot a bunch of fucking Woody Allen movies, like, they know blocking, or he knew blocking, like no one else, um, 
along with those directors, Scorsese and, um, you know, Woody Allen, you know, despite his, uh, you know, evilness, um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, that blocking is what you need, like, you need to have really great blocking, and I think our blocking is all okay, you know, and the actors really make it work, you know, but, um, I think we could do better on that stuff, and then, the better our blocking, the least amount of setups we have to do. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, anyways. Um, but I'm optimistic for today. I think it's going to be good. I'm, uh, <laughs> you know, like on my way to set right now. Um, call time is 10. So it's 9.20 and I got 10 minutes to get there. But um, I left my belt back in Oakland. So I'm in fracking Menlo Park. And so I'm running to Target right now to buy a belt. And... My plan was to leave um, 20 minutes ago so I could get my damn belt and then go to set and be there early for breakfast. But yeah, it looked like that ain't gonna happen. So I don't know, I'm gonna do my best. I'll probably get there probably about the same as I did yesterday, 10 minutes before call roughly. Um, as long as Target's not a fucking shit show, which it probably shouldn't be. Um, so yeah, so that's what I'm doing. Um, gonna make that shit work, get a belt, and then go and knock down scenes, man. Just one after the other. Just whoop, whoop, whoop. You know, the, the good thing about today is, unlike yesterday, we're not really moving around the house too much. Like, we had this um, really elaborate lighting setup that we did in a whole different room of the, uh, you know, it's not even a different room, it's a different building. It was a pool house, basically. Um, and so, yeah. That was a big time suck. So we don't have to do that today. We're all in the same spaces. It's like bedroom, hall, uh, bedroom, hall, uh, living room, bedroom, hall, living room, bedroom, hall, living room, bedroom, hall, living room. So, um, and then bedroom again, I think. Bedroom, hall, living room, bedroom, outside the house at night. So it's like those three. Boom, 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 boom. So I think we should be good. Um, all right. I don't know, man. I kind of feel like these audio logs might be getting boring. It's just me talking about the same stuff every day. But, uh, you know, I'll leave this to whoever's going to edit this uh, to cut them out, you know. But, uh, yeah, high spirits today. Feeling good. Got eight hours of sleep last night, probably the most since the weekend, um, you know, uh, which was great. And the reason why I got so much was because we wrapped at, like, 7, 7.30. And then um, you know, our call was until 10. So it's like I got home and I was, like gonna stay up and work more and I did a little bit I got a bunch of uh, shot listing done but you know I couldn't have the hard drives with me last night because um, data didn't get finished up so I uh, yeah, didn't really have the excuse to edit and I was so fucking tired at like 9 o'clock I was exhausted so I think I went to bed at like 11 and then I woke up at like fucking like 7 to take my shower 7.15 even so it was like yeah it was more than 8 hours it's really Phenomenal. So I feel good. Um, obviously, you can tell I'm still a little under the weather. I don't know when this is going to go away. Uh, probably not until um, I'm done shooting. It's just it's too much, man. Uh, but, uh, but yeah. Anyways, uh, talk to y'all. Late tro, as I like to say. And, uh, yeah. Hopefully, I'll have great news about how we made our day tonight. All right, later, guys. See you on the Forbidden Flop. Well, there you have it. Beginning of day seven. I like that you slipped in a Battlestar Galactica reference, probably without realizing it. Oh, what, what was you that? You said you were going, you uh, left your fracking belt or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
that's why I, I haven't really watched much um, uh, Battlestar Galactica, so I don't even know that reference. Wow. I just like the word fracking. Yeah, they use it a lot. It's uh, And it's a good show, and you should watch it. Nice. Okay. Got it. Copy that. Uh, it made me, that's funny. That made me sound way cooler than I am, <laughs> that I knew a reference that I don't know. Yeah, it's funny that like we were just talking about how I wanted to enjoy it more, and then like that was what I said in the log, is that I want to enjoy it more. <laughs> yeah, well, I see. Uh, it's always been, uh, I mean, so far, most of it has been going into the day, you're like really excited and pumped. It's always it's right. always the same, and then if it goes well, you're you're cool, and then if it's not, then you're kind of like ah oh, fuck, and then the next day you're like all right, I'm back at it. Right, probably a pretty accurate description of the of the whole thing. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, any other thoughts or anything else? Uh, no, let's there? see how it how day seven went. All right, here it is. Hey y'all, and a day seven, and I'm feeling real good. Um, we had a great day today. We made our day. I guess well. So we had to, as Hilton called it, punt a scene. So I guess technically we didn't make our day, but we did not go into overtime, which was awesome. So we wrapped on time. We got an amazing shot in the rain on a jib with like car driving and guy running out in his underwear in the rain. I mean, geez Louise, it was awesome. I mean, maybe I'm spoiling but um yeah i don't know anyways it was great it was really great and i mean all of the stuff we got was really great there was so many like lines and scenes that like you know were kind of inspired by like you know things in my relationship with my wife or things that i have thought or felt um that maybe never said and the way that they were delivered on camera was just spot on and you know like some of the words I stole from things my wife has told me over the years just like were just perfectly delivered um, by Natalia so it's it was great I, I know Beth is uh, definitely gonna feel uncomfortable when uh, we watch this in the theater together because she'll be like what the but uh, you know it's gonna be real which is good and that's I mean I don't know it's like my vision right so it's like you know any, any way you cut it, like, if you don't like this movie, like, I kind of feel that, like, we're capturing my vision as we go, you know? And maybe my vision is wrong, or maybe I'm not getting it the way I think I am, or something, who knows? But, I mean, this movie is, like, kind of, it's kind of what it is, you know? It's sort of like when I shot the teaser trailer. Like, I, I remember editing that scene together and watching it, and just being like, well, hey, if you don't like this... They don't, they're not going to like my movie because this is my movie. Like, we pretty much captured what I wanted the movie to be in that teaser trailer. And, uh, you know, small, tiny piece of it, but that was pretty much the dealie, though. And uh, I feel like, again, with this, the feature, like, you know, we're on, we just finished day seven, going into day eight tomorrow. We're like, you know, like, about about halfway through our big stretch with a couple pickup days that we're gonna throw in there, you know? Um, so we're like uh, knocking on truly being halfway done. And uh, yeah, it feels pretty, feels pretty right. Everything's feeling right. Like the performance is feeling right. The energy that I'm getting from the actors is feeling pretty good. Just like all the little bits, they're just, it's all kind of coming together the way that 
I needed to, you know? So, uh, well, we needed to, I guess, is the way it really answers. So, I don't know. I'm really curious what people are going to think of this movie, because it's kind of a weird movie, you know? It's like a, it's like a sci-fi thriller, but it's also like a serious drama at the same time, you know? Or at least thinks it's a serious drama, but it's also like a weird-ass comedy, because I think there's going to be lots of parts where people are going to be laughing, like, even though the characters are like going to be going through struggles. So, yeah, I don't know. I just don't really know what, what, uh, what the deal is, like how people are going to react to it, but I don't know. I'm just kind of really happy with everything that we've gotten. Also funny, we're just driving by uh, a bar that I went to uh, with uh, my producers uh, to celebrate when we like had raised some money uh, for the movie a few months ago. Well, more than a few months ago, more like six months ago. <laughs> but yeah, funny that we just driving by now. Um, we got pretty loaded. It was fun. <laughs> Anyways, so uh, so yeah, day seven in the can. Jason pulled out more magic today. Uh, we worked really well together. There wasn't like conflicts. I mean, not to say there was been conflicts, but you know, we've definitely had our moments where we disagree here and there. But um, yeah, today was real smooth. I think and. Um, kind of all on the same page, all doing what we need to, and um, I think in the end we came up with some shit that was really cool, really powerful, and um, you know, like some were big scenes, big emotional scenes, some were more kind of smaller throwaway scenes, I wouldn't say throwaway scenes, but just like smaller scenes that weren't as majorly big, um, but yeah, one, one last thing I want to say, it's really interesting, so... Ed Ng talked to me today and one of the things that he, he asked me he said do you feel like your movie is dynamic that every scene is dynamic and I was like yeah I kind of do think that every scene is dynamic and he's like yeah well maybe that's a problem it was sort of like his sort of like what he was getting at and I thought that was really interesting because like I think my favorite movies are very dynamic you know and they, they have a lot of energy and life to them. And they don't feel like at all in a stale way or in a, you know, whatever, any kind of, I don't know. Like they don't sit, like they move, you know? And, <laughs> and I feel like if our movie is moving, like that's not a bad deal. Like it's good for it to have that kind of energy and that kind of push, you know, and that kind of. Like, spark, I guess, is the best way of putting it. Um, so I, I think that's a good thing. But it's interesting for him to, like, you know, say, like, hey, like, maybe you need it to be more, like, don't ever, don't always have movement in camera. Like, don't always have, um, like, some kind of bigger action or bigger emotion being conveyed, you know? And, and I guess I, I think that, like... I don't think, we're not always moving the camera, we're not always kind of like moving for the sake of movement, that's one of the things I learned a long, long time ago, is that like you don't want to just have um, the camera move for the camera to move, like you, you need every move to be motivated by something, like either by character, by um, story, or mostly by character, right, like you want your characters to motivate your movement, um, so... So yeah, so I kind of feel like we did a good job of that, of making sure that our, that everything is motivated. Um, 
but I mean there is a bunch of movement but I, I don't know there also are scenes where we don't have a lot of like camera movement where it's more fixed shots or um, you know more like slower pacing um, but I don't know. We'll see. How, maybe maybe I'm making a crazy ass movie. Maybe I'm making a movie that's got just a fucking ton of movement all the time, and maybe that's not good. It's too dynamic. I don't know. We'll see when it all comes together. Anyways, this is Ulrich Brussel signing off again on December 9th. It's about 11:30. Call time is 10 a.m. tomorrow, so gotta get my butt over there. Hopefully by 9:30 for breakfast, and yeah, hopefully I won't spend it stay up too late editing tonight. And working on calls, shot lists, because that seems to be what I do. I work on shot lists, and I work on editing. All right, thanks again. Rock and roll, Latro. <laughs> Your sign-offs are, uh, are are good. I think, um... Ah, yeah, what do you think? This is a really interesting one, and I don't know if we're going to have... I don't know how much time we have for the podcast, if we're going to do more days, but I did want to talk about this a bit, because it seems like you're at a point in the process now where, you know, seven days in... And the thing is starting to take shape and you're really seeing it for the first time, not just, you know, one day of shoots or two days of shoots. You're actually seeing it come together and it's a really cool time, you know, like you guys have got your process down right. and things are flowing. And in this one, you're more reflective about where you are in the process and you're act- you're thinking about, wow, I wonder what people are going to think of this project because, <laughs> because before when you're in prep, when you're getting things ready, when you first start shooting it's very hard to even ask yourself to step away and, and say, man, what are people actually going to think about this now that I've seen it coming together? And it's almost like it's have it has a life of its own. It, it's really a cool moment. Like when it's happened for me, I'm always like, wow, this is really, it's actually happening. It's actually coming together. And I think that's cool. And when you're talking about what Ed was saying about, is this too dynamic? So you think, so he was talking about camera movement specifically? Yeah, I think so. He was, you know, he's a little cryptic sometimes in what he says, but um, he just pulled me aside and was like, we, we were just shooting another one of our scenes and we have a lot of camera movement, you know, going on. Not necessarily like, it's not handheld. It's like, you know, dolly movement, jib movement, you know, that kind of stuff. And I think he was just asking me a question like, you know, like, do you feel like you're doing overdoing it? You know, I think is what he meant by his question, you know, in, in with him actually saying it outright you know i think he was just thinking like maybe we're we don't really have a lot of moments of um of quiet and calm although he wasn't there on a day that we did do a a couple scenes where it was more like kind of calm you know and more not and still you know so i know those moments exist in the movie it's just but it is it's very uh yeah it's very dynamic and i think i like that because one of the things I, I always wanted for this movie was i wanted it to be very engaging you know and very like like grabbing the audience from the very beginning and taking them on this journey you know with these characters um and i think we're i think we're doing that i think or that we did that you know but but it's hard to say because it's like you make these decisions you know often like way before you make the movie and so a lot of the things that we're doing are just like this is the way that what we decide to do and we're just doing it and there's not like you know you can't really go back on on story stuff once you're there you know to 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 some extent some some extent you can but it's just like you know like you said the movie just has its own life like you've just this is the movie we're making you know and here we go (laughs) yeah because i think and right before you we're talking about Ed talking to you about it being too dynamic, possibly. I think you were talking about how 
there the movie's funny there's a little action there's uh, it's just got a, a lot of everything so right it seems dynamic in that way too right it is it's very uh much you know doing its own thing and not really staying in one genre or staying in one like it's got its own unique tone that I think is you know who know I don't know how it's gonna come off. I really honestly I don't know how it's gonna come off to people because you know these characters you know they they they're taking this very seriously but then there is also a little bit of like over the topness to some moments and times where characters do things that are you know a little bit like you know maybe unbelievable is the right right way to put it and uh yeah i don't know i mean but maybe not maybe maybe that i mean i don't know maybe that's not even right maybe it is just the way that we all saw it you know between ed and i and the rest of the team but yeah i don't know i'm just i guess i'm just curious to see what how people are going to react to it (laughs) because i don't think it's it's not i think it's a i don't know Maybe I always feel like this, that I feel like the, mo- the movies I make are not typical, but maybe they are more typical than I think they are. I don't know. Not not exactly sure. I don't know. I'm not, I, I don't know. I mean, the two movies I made are not typical. Actually, none of my shorts are either. So, um, I, I don't know. I mean, right. Yeah. I think it's, it, plus when you're in it, like you are and, and we're, and you're going to continue to be, I mean, you're in the forest. It's so hard to see what's real and what's not. Like, it's almost impossible. <laughs> it's so hard to have perspective. Right. I mean, I went right. so crazy, especially yeah. on the first movie, because I was really editing that one a lot. I didn't I didn't really edit Age of Reason at all. Actually, that was all Jordan. I would sit with them but for certain things, but I didn't actually edit. Fever Night, I was the main editor on. So oh, wow. I, and I would just lose my mind. Like, I... <laughs> I had no perspective on anything at the end, and I, it was, you know, so you're, uh, I feel you. Yeah. All right. What do you think? You want to go to day eight, or should we call it here? I mean, I'm down to, to go if you want to. It's not really a time issue on my thing. I just, if the podcast is going to be too long. Let's just do one more day. Okay. And, uh, you know, I think we're going to cut a bunch of the stuff out, so it's not going to be that long. Okay. But, uh, yeah, let's go for it. So here, here's day eight. All right, everybody. All right here, start of day eight as I drive set it is roughly 9:40. i need to be there by 10 at the very latest and i'm trying to get some breakfast first so you know didn't necessarily get up as early as i should have necessarily um but uh you know i think it's gonna work out just fine um oh jesus lord People drive fast in the middle of the park. Wee boy. Um, so, yeah, I guess they went great, as you can probably remember from my, you know, words I said seconds ago, if you're listening to these in order, which probably you will be. Um, yeah, I'm feeling good. Oh, fucker. Fucker. Uh, people driving. Anyways, um, and, uh, yeah, we watched that rain shot we did in the rain, um, again, and, uh, Jason's right. I don't know if we probably didn't talk about this, but, um, you know, the take he liked the most is the best. And, uh, you know, uh, the performance just hadn't really gotten there yet on the first one, you know, like we talked about it after and kind of, um, you know, got the right mood for the second and the third. And it was like the first one, the rain was perfect and the move was perfect. Um, boom, got in the shot, but we were thinking we could probably move, remove that digitally because it's just like probably, 
somewhere around between 24 and 48 frames, maybe a little bit more, um, something like that. And then um, on the second one, the move was perfect again. Uh, the landing was a little different. Like he didn't land, he kind of landed close to the same place he landed in the first one, but a little bit further uh, in, you know, past camera. And so it just didn't look quite as good. And then on the third one, the rain had stopped by then, so no more rain. Um, and the landing was perfect and the performance was perfect. And it was exactly what I wanted. So what I'm trying to do is see if I can merge one and three. Um, so I don't know if that's actually gonna work, uh, but uh, I'm gonna give that a shot and see how it plays out. But um, I think it's definitely possible. Um, you know, it just sort of depends on if we can make the, the rain and the non-rain match. Although I think we can, because like when you, you do a little cut in, and uh, you kind of like lose a lot of where the rain would have been or where the rain is in, in the, the wider version. And then also the rain shows the most when the car is driving by in the beginning of the frame. And, uh, oh, God damn it. Keep on driving by my turn. Next turn, make a right. Um, anyways, so uh, so yeah, um, I think we're all good there. Um, we just need to see how it comes together, and and you know we also could probably add some rain digitally if we had to, um, just a little, just tiny bit, uh, nothing major, just a little, and maybe even borrow some rain from the previous frame because since they're so similar. Um, Anyways, that's up to Zeke, our visual effects guy, to see what he can do. Um, but yeah, I worked on that shot last night and really happy with the way that they came together. That scene is just uh, you know, basically a one-shot scene that we might try to have one additional take of. I don't know what's up with Menlo Park, but there seems to be lots of like morning walking groups where people just walk around the neighborhoods like in packs in the morning. Kind of odd. I don't know. Maybe that happens in other neighborhoods, or maybe that's just a Menlo Park thing, like, I don't know, it's kind of weird. Atherton thing? Huh. strange. Um, so, yeah, so day eight, this is going to be our longest page count day um, by far, and uh, the thought process is that if we nail this, that everybody will be in a really good mood. So, eight pages today, got to come in hot, nail the eight pages, make sure that we uh, get all our scenes and get in and get out. So, um, you know, we made our day technically yesterday, although we, we had to push a scene, but, so I don't know if that really counts as making a day, but I, I don't, I'll take it. <laughs> and, but yeah, let's do it today. All right, guys, enough ramble, enough jibber jabber. Um, you know, maybe we'll have the first one of these released before we finish the movie. And so you guys can tell me like what you want to talk about <laughs> on these little trips. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Feeling is good. Uh, you know, really loving what we're getting art-wise, and, uh, you know, I haven't watched it all, you know, of course, I mean, I watched as much as I can, but I'm gonna have Monday off where I'm not, you know, Beth is working, so I don't have any ability to hang out with her, so I'm gonna just come to, you know, Atherton on Monday and just edit all day long, basically like nine to five edit style, you know, and so I'll be able to look at everything especially the scenes that connect to the scenes that we're going to shoot in the last week. So that'll be like my focus. Um, all right, y'all. I'm out. Talk to you guys later. Uh, yeah. Wish, wish us luck on another freaking day of production. 
how beautiful, wonderful, amazing. I'm actually, I'm loving it, by the way. This has been fantastic. I've had a lot of fun. So, yeah, wish us luck on another day of fantastic production on the alternate. Well, there you go. You sound delighted again. Yeah, more pop. Well, I, how could I not be? We ended really great the day before, so. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was good. You want to hear how, how it all turned out? Yeah. Okay, here we go. Hey, everybody. Saul Rick here on another end of production day. Um... Jesus, wow, what can I say, um, so today was great, it was going great, we had our biggest day today, eight, eight pages that we had to do, and um, you know, after lunch we were looking real great, uh, we're ahead of the game, and then, you know, it took, it took a long time to set up for the first scene after lunch. We had two scenes to do after lunch. They are both long. Both somewhere between two and three pages each. So it was probably like around five pages we had to do after lunch. And, you know, we were looking good. We were looking really good, but then it was like an hour to set up after lunch. So then it was like, oh, suddenly we weren't feeling as confident because it took an hour to get ready for the second scene, even though we had blocked it pre-lunch. Like, we blocked a scene pre-lunch. We hadn't done that the whole show. It's amazing. Um, so we blocked the scene pre-lunch and we got into it and you know it's taken a long time it was really complicated it's one of the most emotional scenes in the movie it's pretty early on um you know we had a lot of coverage we wanted to get for it more than most we had like two wides and then you know um you know two two close-up shots for the for the leads and then some special shots you know and then, okay, so we get through, I think it was five out of our, or no, maybe four out of our five or six shots that we needed, um, including inserts, and um, the cops come, and the cops come, and we're like, what? Okay, and so, you know, like, oh yeah, you know, where's your permit? You don't have a permit, you need an event permit, like, we didn't know. Like, we thought we were in a private house and that this is Atherton. Like, you know, it's okay. Like, no one cares, right? But, um, you know, apparently our uh, our host has, one of our producers, is kind of, like, not friends with one neighbor. And we thought that since he's friends with all the other neighbors and one who's, like, connected to the uh, chief of police that we were okay. But then I guess that neighbor is friends with a sergeant at the police station. So... Anyways, so what happened? Here's the events. Here's how it unfolded. So basically, we get that warning to say that we need to stop shooting, that they'll, they'll give us 30 more minutes to, to wrap up. I'm like, okay, great. And I kind of thought that that meant wrap up outside, and then we could move inside where we're not bothering anybody. And um, Hilton was like, no, no. They mean half hour, and you have to stop for the rest of the night. You have to be done, like cease and desist. And I was like, what? They can't possibly mean that's crazy, right? Like, isn't this not Los Angeles? Like, what the fuck's going on here? And then, um, talked to Jeff, our producer, and he's like, no, no, like, no, it's just 30 minutes to finish this up, you know, outside where the lights are on, you know, in this patio scene that we're shooting, like, kind of near the front of the house. And then, yeah, then move it on inside and you're good. You know, we'll be good for the rest of the night. So that was sort of like our thought process. We're like, okay, that makes sense. I'm down with that, and then so we go ahead, 
and we finish that scene in about 30 minutes and it all goes well we get all the shit we need feeling good um, and then yeah we move inside the house and we block and we set up and we get the whole thing going and all that and we're out of the front of the house all that deal and then like I'm working with the actors we're like an hour away from rap maybe a little bit less than an hour away from rap we're like you know feeling pretty good and then I get a call to come to set and I you know they said five minutes until we need you and then I'm working with the actors and they're like okay so we come over and then they're like not the actors just all come over apparently the cops came back and the sergeant came back who's friends with this neighbor person and they're like no like this is your second warning you need to stop right now like cease filming you do not have a permit you have to stop filming and it's not they don't even fucking have film permits in fucking Atherton they have event permits they're like oh this is an event you have an event permit since you don't have an event permit you have to cease and desist and it takes 60 days to get an event permit this is all this fucking bullshit. Fucking shove it up your ass. Like, who cares? Like, this is stupid, you know? Like, it's just because this one neighbor doesn't like Tony. Or, or doesn't, excuse me. Guys, cut this out. <laughs> it's just because our one, you know, this one neighbor doesn't like our producer. It's like a fucking personal vendetta bullshit, you know? Uh, and, uh, and yeah. And so, like, they basically threatened us. They said, like, if you come back again and you haven't stopped... We're going to, like, seize equipment and seize cameras and fucking maybe take your footage, like, whatever. Like, make all these fucking threats. And, like, they have no right to do anyways. There's no way that they have a right to do that. It's, like, fucking total bullshit. And so we basically, as a team, decide, fuck it all. We're just going to quit. We're just going to stop right now, cut our losses, and um, be done for the night and come up with a game plan. So we didn't fucking shoot our last scene that we were all revved up to do, ready to go. I mean, guys, this is an eight-page day, and we were going to make the fucking day. We were going to fucking make the day. We had over an hour to shoot this scene that we had blocked, already lit, ready to go, and no, we had to fucking stop. It's so frustrating because we worked so hard to make our day today. We did everything right. We nailed it all day long. Our team was swimming together, fucking just moving so well and then just to get fucked this way it sucks so much oh my god it's terrible and I mean you know we were only fucking sure what to do we're like well should we push tomorrow and take a day off to figure this shit out or that would like fuck up the rest of our schedule we have no idea if people are available really fuck us and so we talked about it for a while, we, we, we figured it out, we made some decisions, and we basically decided that, no, we're going to continue, we're going to have call time at the same time, we're going to take the scene that we've already lit and pre-blocked and everything, do it first thing in the morning, just the windows that we're going to play for nightlight, we're just going to black out, so it's going to be black, so we'll have a little less, a little extra zhuzh there, but whatever, and we're going to give ourselves an hour to shoot that scene the same time that we had tonight. We're going to fucking knock it out and try to tack it onto our schedule for tomorrow. So it's not like we're pushing anything. It's like we're adding shit to tomorrow, which is already a busy day. So that's crazy. And then, yeah, I don't know. That's what we're going to do. So it's fucking pretty nuts. Um, but, uh, but yeah, that's what the plan is. So I don't know. And then, yeah, as far as are we going to get shut down tomorrow? If they said it's basically the, the consensus is that if it's daytime, we should be okay as long as we don't like spend a lot of time hanging out in the street and that we keep our shit 
locked up tight up in the house, you know? And then the other thought is like, yeah, if we, um, you know, go into night, like we just have to be really buttoned up and like not have big lights out, which is sucks because we did this skipping light off the pool thing that we did for the teaser trailer. And that's like a big part of what tomorrow's scenes are. They're supposed to be like pool in the background, light radiating into the house bullshit, which looks great, but it's like an M18 in the backyard, which is like, I was like, oh, well, it's in the backyard. They're like, well, yeah, that motherfucker's hell bright, bro. Like, it's going to light up the whole fucking shit. So, I don't know. But anyways, but the, basically, our producers are going to go down to City Hall tomorrow, get try to get the permit turned around quickly, appeal to the city. I mean, we've got three residents, long-time Atherton residents on our side, um, you know, who are part of the production. Um, they're just going to, they've got a whole plan. Um, you know, our, our, the neighbor of our friend who is of our producer, our neighbor of our producer who is on the friendly side, like if there's, everybody's on our side except this one neighbor, like everybody's down with the production, like it was all cleared with all the neighbors beforehand except the one. Apparently the one neighbor who's friends with our producer is like, you know, well connected and then like friends with the chief of police not the sergeant so he's like one up above the sergeant or maybe two up I don't know how the fucking shit works but basically we've got the in with the police the chief of police at Atherton so hopefully that in will help us so we're gonna basically attack at two angles we're gonna like talk to the chief of police and we're gonna talk to the city and like try to get this shit worked out so we can fucking keep on shooting so they're basically gonna go do that and while that's happening we're gonna keep on working our shit and not like stop you know so i really hope it all works out i mean jesus fucking stressful man i mean it's not <laughs> like it's not stressful enough trying to make a movie <coughs> to add this whole shit into it it's like another level um i just i kind of wish that we had fucking just gotten the permit you know when we could have in the beginning but we, I don't know, man, I've shot out in these fucking peninsula towns before, and, like, usually if you're on private property, like, you're all fucking good, man. Like, it's not a problem. And if you've got support of the neighbors, you're good. So it's just this one fucker is fucking us, man. It sucks. And it's just because they don't get along. It's like this fucking feuding shit. <sighs> and I didn't know that they, if it was an event permit, it was all we had to get. We should have just fucking got it, but we didn't know that that was the case, and... Ah, <sighs> uh, anyways... Bullshit, 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 fucking bullshit. That's all I have to say. Anyways, today was a great day. I'm really excited about the footage that we got. I can't wait to watch it when I get home. Um, I'm really, I mean, this is the middle of a six-day week. We, we were shooting, I mean, fuck, I hope. We're shooting Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So we just did three. We got three more. Um, and then on Monday, I have a full day to just edit. Um, but if you notice, my voice is getting a little, getting a little froggy. I, like, was talking all day today, and I finally started losing my voice by the end, but I had some fucking cough drops and some tea, and it felt better, but, yeah, I don't know. I'll get through this. It's just, man, I feel like this movie's gonna be fucking dope as shit. You guys just wait. I fucking love this movie. It's gonna be so crazy, so out of the... I don't know. I mean, I don't know if it's the most different thing in the world, but it's gonna be fucking crazy, man. I'm I'm so proud of what we've done already, and I can't wait to to edit it all together and share it with people and, you know, get the visual effects going. I mean, man, and the final scene that we're going to be shooting, man, it's going to be so good. 
But uh, we're kind of stuck because we're basically at this one house for the next one, two, three, four, five days. We've got five more days at this house. And then we have three days at our other location, which we have no problems at. But we there's no way we can move the other location earlier to figure out the shit because it's not ready. They're like building the set right now. I got the first pictures of the new set today. It looks beautiful. But there's no way it can be ready. Like, even by Friday is impossible. So we're kind of in a tight spot. We have to figure this out. So, all right, guys. This is like, you know, making movies is hard. This is a fucking real shit right now, man. This is not fucking whatever. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. But we're going to get through it. We're going to fucking deliver a fucking awesome-ass movie. We're all going to be proud of it. We're going to work it through it one way or another. Um, I probably won't have any reasonable update until this time tomorrow after we finish the next day. Or maybe I'll do a middle-of-the-day one if the shit really gets fucked up. But, um, yeah, you'll probably hear me tomorrow morning being just as nervous and pissed off as I am now. Um, I'm going to go get myself some fucking jack-in-a-box because I um, didn't have time to eat anything else. And... I feel like indulging my fucking dark side right now. So I'm going to get some fucking, you know, really bad, really greasy fast food, which I never eat, but I'm just, I'm in it right now. Going to get fucking, get that shit. I think there's some Fanta. Oh no, I'm going to, no, fuck the Fanta. This is a Fanta back of the house, but no. I'm going to get this fucking shit. I'm going to get a root beer. I'm going to get a fucking Jack in the Box, whatever I want. Bacon double cheeseburger probably. That's what I usually get. Unless there's something better looking, I'll see. I'm going to look at the fucking menu. And then I'm going to get a fucking root beer to go with it. And I'm, swear to fucking God, I'm going to go back to my place. I'm going to eat that shit in front of my monitor while I'm looking at the footage. And I'm going to feel so much fucking better. And I'm going to stay up fucking as late as I want working on this movie. If I could pass out, and if I could wake up, and if I could do this shit again. But I just, man, it's fucking tough. It's so tough to be so close, like to do so well, to fucking execute everything that you needed to do and for like everyone to be fucking gelling and for us to fucking work as such a precision machine like all like 30 of us or whatever the fuck our crew is and this for this shit to fucking happen it just sucks major fucking balls it just all it just sucks we're gonna get through though we're gonna get through it it's gonna be great all right guys i'm out of here enough of my fucking bullshit have a great night or day or whenever you're listening to this peace out and hey, Liz and Andrew, if you are fucking doing this, you guys, or you fucking listening to this shit, uh, what the fuck would you do in this situation? Give me your... What would you do? Cops come, you're in this situation. What do you do? All right, later, guys. Bye. Yes. Yes, you're in the perfect spot now. I love this. You're, go- you're gone completely nuts. It's the best. This is like my favorite, favorite part of filming is when you're so in it and like you're just so in it you know i love it yeah i kind of sound pretty insane in that one i have to yeah well that's what's great about it and you've gone in the last couple episodes you've just gone to straight on full-on swear horse it's a word i just made up you're a swear, <laughs> swear horse, horse. <laughs> um, yeah no well, dude i, I love it you should one. make you, you're gonna have to change this podcast uh name to making movies is crazy i think after this uh-huh <laughs> Right. <laughs> Dude, it's awesome. This is great. What would what would you do if you got shut down by the cops in that way? And like would you just be like, No, I'm just gonna shoot the scene and, and see what they would do or would you do what we did and stop? Well, it's tough because you have five more days there, right? So if they know if if, right. if they left the scene, I would just be like, All right, shoot it real quick right now. 
like let's just do whatever we can if they come back we will just fake that we haven't been shooting but if they're like there obviously like i'm not gonna you don't want to screw yourself you know you got everything writing on it i mean i would love to just say like say fuck the fuck the police and just shoot it but if they're there it's it's tricky you know um yeah well i guess what happened was they were there and you know we settled they said hello and then it was like okay let's pack it up and then the sergeant came back um later when we were like setting up to shoot in the inside and then he was like yeah you were told to stop you didn't stop if i have to come back down here again i'm gonna start confiscating equipment was what the threat i don't know how that's legal you know it's not legal it's definitely not legal so i mean but it scared everyone enough that they were like we should stop yeah I mean, um, if you only had an hour left so. and you can do it the next day, like, yeah, it's worth it, you know. Um, worth it to stop? Yeah, I mean, because why not? You know, you still have so much time. I mean, it's just going to mess you up more if they, like, actually confiscate that stuff. But, right. yeah, I mean, I understand, like, the complete manic, like, fuck this. Like, that's how I get. And that's, I mean, it makes me feel normal <laughs> hearing you on there. It's like, oh, yeah, this is, I told, I've told you my police story, right? when i got arrested i don't know you got arrested no you didn't tell me this i don't think well definitely not on the podcast well should i say it now or save it for next time yeah just say it now all right this will be a long well i won't uh try to take too long but we were done so we were shooting 12 hour days too in texas in little oil field like kind of like oil field towns uh south and san antonio and we were doing six day weeks and the last night we had gone like nocturnal uh shooting ending shooting we would wrap and get off set about 6 a.m the last two or three nights and this was the last night so it was sunday morning 6 a.m and um we had all of Sunday off and we'd come back on Monday. So I was so stoked to have like a day off. Yeah. And I waited till I decided to wait and like make sure everyone was wrapped out because this was the last day at this location. And I just, I waited till everything was done. And then one of the PAs was like, Hey, can I take, can I get a ride home? Because she was staying at the same place I was. And I said, sure. And long story short, we got pulled over by the cops and no other reason. I don't think that she was black and that they, like, wanted a reason to pull us over. And they had been kind of harassing people. And you were driving, or...? I was driving, yeah. Wow. And they had been, like, kind of harassing people on set. Like, they were pulling people over for random stuff. They were kind of, like, lurking out near where we were shooting. Because this is a really small town, and everyone knew what we were doing. Right, so... Oh, weird. And so they pulled us over on the side of the highway, and I was like... I was trying to be really, like, respectful, and I was out of my mind, too, because I had been up for however long at that point, and so just, like, tired, but I was trying to, like, be respectful and be like, hey, like, I'm the director, we're all cool, like, nobody's causing any trouble, and they said that they pulled me over because, for some stupid fucking, like, you put your blinker on and you didn't wait more than 500 feet before switching lanes. Like, it was the worst reason. Wow. And, and anyway, so they pull me out of the car and they do like 20 minutes of sobriety tests on me. And oh my God. then they sit me down and they search the car and they get PA out Wow! and they find weed in the car Oh wow! because she had had weed on her and she threw it out on the floor of my car. Oh really? Wow. And so, and, <laughs> and, and they said, oh, she had thrown it out with, and it was in one of her bags or something too, with like her name and the checks and it, like, it was very clearly not mine. And they said, well, in the state of Texas, everybody goes to jail if you find drugs on you. And she's not wow. confessing, so therefore, we're taking you to jail. So, wow. 
they impounded my car. They towed my car. Oh, took, my like, God. This asshole. It was like 300 bucks to get it out. Anyway, they, they took me to jail like 40 minutes away in like the um, county jail. Wow. And strip searched me. Like, Oh, my God. Put me in like the orange jumpsuit thing. Put me in... Put me in the oh, drunk man. tank for some reason. Wow. And didn't give me a phone call for hours. So nobody knew where I was. Like, it was nine or ten hours before I got a phone call. I couldn't call... Jeez. I couldn't call Jordan. I couldn't call anybody on set. I just didn't show up at home. Wow. And so... They arrested the PA also? Yeah, they arrested both of us. But they kept us separately. Oh they didn't God. want us talking. So... Oh, wow. And they were real dicks. Like, these... Like, don't go to jail in Southeast Texas. Don't go to jail in Hondo, Texas. <laughs> like, just don't... Don't go. Yeah, man. Wow. And yeah. I was in jail all of Sunday and the magistrate didn't wow. wasn't coming in that day cuz it's like Sunday. So they kept me overnight until finally like 9 a.m. the next morning the magistrate came and was like, "Okay, you you can go, you know." And at this point, and did they charge you with anything? Well, I was never officially charged because I didn't have a case. Like they would have lost. And so eventually, after two years, the statute of limitations ran out. Oh, wow. But they did take the PA, because it was hers. They, they did take her to court, but she, like, settled or something, and it was fine. Like, it's it was weed, but in wow. Texas, it's like, back then, it was still a big deal. And oh, man. So, and anyway, so long story short, I didn't get any sleep on my day off, obviously. Like, I was freaked out. I couldn't get anybody to... Yeah, dude. Couldn't get a hold of anybody for a long time. And then... My investor was flying into town Monday, so oh man! And I also missed the Jeez. I missed the first part uh, first part of Monday, the first half of Monday, which was the one shot that we spent four months planning. It was a five minute take. Oh my god! And it was extremely intricate. And Jordan ended up doing it on his own, and it was great. But oh, wow. it, I have never felt that awful going into set on a full six day week, having not slept in two days, and then having to Jeez, deliver. Dude. It was really awful so that's my oh, arrest man. story that's crazy. sorry if that took a while no that's crazier than, than than that our story i mean we there's a little bit more to it i think um as the day goes or the shoot goes on but uh oh good good that that's pretty crazy fucking <laughs> insane man people did i don't don't think i talk about it much on the um the logs but i did hear stories from multiple crew members about getting pulled over as they were left set at midnight because, you know, it's Atherton, right? And they don't have anything to do out there, all the cops, you know? And so, like, they see young people driving in shitty cars at night, and, of course, they just pull them over. So, um, you know, I, and, I, and I was, like, trying to figure out, like, why they would pull them over. And then I was, like, discovering from some of the people I talked to that it's, like, yeah, I'm driving a 87 Lincoln. <laughs> it's like, okay. Uh... Well, that makes sense. That doesn't, that doesn't track for Atherton, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Right, um, but yeah, I don't. I don't think anyone got tickets or anything. I don't. I definitely don't think anyone got arrested. I think they just got pulled over. But still, geez, that's crazy, man. I'm sorry that happened. That that, that must have really been terrible. I can't imagine being in jail for my one day off of wor working on a feature, and you know, getting shitty, terrible food and not being able to sleep. I mean, and being in a being strip searched. Them. Oh god, that must have been terrible. Cavity man. searched. Wow. It was awful. Cavity searched. Jesus. Whoa. Anyways, uh, I think this is a good place to stop the episode. At, at Cavity Search. Um, we should stop at Cavity Search. I don't even want to know what that's like. I'm going to let you keep that those details to yourself. But, uh, but yeah, uh, you know, this is kind of a good cliffhanger, too, because, like, you know, we left off with the cops coming, and we don't know what happened the next day. So, uh, you know, we'll, we'll have that answer on part four. And this definitely seems like it's going to have to be at least part five because we only got through 
three more days and there's you know day nine through 17 left to do so. my god <laughs> and and they do get shorter so but uh yeah i don't think it's gonna get wrapped up in part four um but yeah uh andrew do you know the outro enough to do an outro here or do uh, i need to do it you go ahead and do it i actually don't remember too much thanks everyone for listening and andrew thanks for being on the show andrew where can people find you uh, you can find more about me and my work at andrewjschrader.com and if you like uh old school sci-fi short story collections i've got one for you for free uh on my website at when you sign up for my email list and, you, and your website is did you already say that you did already say that right yeah, yeah but it's andrewjschrader.com or you can find me on facebook and just be my friend be andrew's friend andrew needs more friends right andrew more friends <laughs> um i am Ulrich b on all the things twitter uh, instagram and you can find me on facebook i i'm also everybody's everybody's friend on facebook i like you know meeting new people sharing things with them um like this podcast um if you want to know more about the podcast you can find us at uh making movies is hard mmih podcast on all the things and if you want you can write us an email uh, at podcast at making movies is hard.com and you could tell us to stop doing these alternate updates if they're very boring um or you can tell us yeah yeah keep them coming um and uh, if you want you can leave a review for us on itunes or stitcher we could use more of those i haven't checked reviews in a, in a while but uh i think it's pretty slow going for our reviews <laughs> which is you know that's fine that's cool um and yeah uh thanks everybody for listening and we'll talk to you guys next week <laughs>